Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 8 The Life-Changing Baby Welcome to you, my name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. If you want to change the world, if you want all that is wrong to be put right, what are you going to do? <laughs> A lot of people are asking and answering that question today. We're surrounded on every side, and perhaps even ourselves have a side that we take, with world-fixing projects. Many of these have a political edge. The idea is to take hold of the levers of government and finally, at last, be those who will use them for good, unlike all those that have gone before. Strangely, though, none of the projects seem to actually be delivering. The world remains as vicious, selfish and broken as it always has been. The basic problem, you see, is that all who are trying to solve the problem are themselves immersed in the problem. We come to the table with grand ambitions, like all those who've sat there before us, and like all those who've sat there before us, we find we are unequipped to resist the challenges and temptations of power. Some, in the light of this, have thrown up their hands in nihilistic despair and decided that the will to power is all that matters. What an unusual strategy God has for renewing the world and for establishing a world in which justice and righteousness defines everything that happens forevermore. He sends a baby, a little boy, this baby may well be the one spoken of just before in Isaiah 7.14. We looked at that passage earlier. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Matthew, the Gospel writer, certainly understood that the child to be born of the Virgin Mary was this child. God's way of changing the world begins with this child and was not going to work at all like our plans and dreams. God was not going to right the world through seizing the levers of power. God was going to right the world through weakness, through humility and through faithfulness. Jesus, God's son, really did come with revolutionary intent. He came to cast down the mighty from their thrones and to lift up the lowly. Jesus has no desire that the status quo continue. 
He is entirely focused on bringing about, as Peter says in his second letter, new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Jesus, God's Son incarnate, is like us in every way, yet without sin. That's the heart of the significance of the virgin birth. This means he is entirely humble, entirely servant-hearted, entirely true, and entirely faithful to God and to God's ways, even at the cost of his own death. It's for this very reason that God is able to entrust to him the reign of the world. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, says that Jesus has been given the name that is above every name because of his unblemished, faithful, humble servanthood. Isaiah speaks about that name that is above every name. It encompasses so much. He is wonderful counsellor. He has a wisdom that is beyond human wisdom. He understands things and he speaks and works his wisdom and as he does so, the intractable and persistent and pervasive problems of the world and of individuals are all put to right. He is mighty God. He has the wisdom from the fact that he is God incarnate among us. The thoughts that are not our human thoughts, the ways that are not our human ways, but that are a God's ways and God's thoughts are the thoughts and ways of the incarnate Son of God. He knows God's ways from the inside. And the wisdom that he comes to bring and enact has this effect in the world pointed to in the next two names that Isaiah has for this child, Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. He will rule the world with the same paternal care as God the Father, who locks on the poor and needy and helpless and gives them aid, and who establishes a world community of true order, true well-being and true wholeness. But how? How will he bring the world to right? What is this wisdom that he has? Finally, the answer is the wisdom of the cross. But to really understand that answer, we'll need to continue to follow along the story of the Messiah. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Mary's Son, we look to you as the one and only who can bring the world to rights, restore true community and establish justice. Through your death and resurrection, you have defeated all the powers of sin, death and evil, and none of this will ever thwart the progress of your kingdom in eternity. We look for the fullness of the coming of that kingdom and thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, the first fruits of the world made new. May we live now in the fullness of the Spirit's harvest, that glorious fruit of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control so that our lives the lives of the people we live with and the lives of our churches 
may be a sign in the world of your gracious rule. Amen.